The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This hour is sponsored by There is a Season. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Well, good morning and welcome to There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. Gloria is a little under the weather today, one of those uh, nasty springtime colds, but she'll soon be on the mend and back with us next week. Sniffle, sniffle. Maybe I, I'll end up getting it or someone else will get it, but uh, it's, it's one of those bad colds. You just don't, you never like to have a cold, right? But when they hit in the spring, this beautiful time of year, it's bad enough with allergies and everything else. You don't need to be sick on top of it. Well, I thank you for being with us today and every Saturday at this time as we talk about the issues shaping the various seasons of our lives. If you're a recent or longtime listener, we hope this show has made a difference in your life. If you're new, well, thanks for coming here uh, today. We hope we can entertain and inform you here for the next hour. Each week, we try to give you something to think about that will make your life planning a little clearer, your decisions a little better and less stressful, your relationships deeper, and your sense of purpose stronger. We've checked around and found that there aren't too many programs like ours on the air. Uh, the fact that you spend time with us makes all the difference and has inspired Gloria and me all these years. What makes our show even better is when you share your insight and inspiration, and it's easy to do. 457-1290 is the number to connect with us in the studio today. That's 937-457-1290, anywhere in the area. You can also write to us anytime at Bob and Gloria at thereisaseasonshow.com or by regular mail at There Is A Season, care of WHIO Radio, 1611 South Main Street, Dayton, Ohio, 45402. You can also catch this program anywhere in the world if you'd like to tell family and friends about it across the country or in other countries, 9 o'clock Eastern every Saturday morning uh, at whio.com and on the iHeartRadio app. So as we roll into the big weekend, it's generally acknowledged as the kickoff to summer for a lot of people. As most people know in our area, our seasons have some interesting timing. We go from periods of cold and gray to periods of a little less cold but wet. We stop off for a few beautiful springtime days and bam, we're into the warm weather, so and so be it, you know. Uh, I'd rather have it that way than, than the cold and gray just continuing. Uh, and if Memorial Day weekend helps mark our escape from the winter blues and blahs once and for all, then let us all celebrate. Uh, but of course, but what makes this extended weekend possible is the addition of one of our major holidays, Memorial Day. And depending on who you know or encounter, you may find that this holiday means quite a bit in a very personal, deep way. Or maybe it's just an opportunity for grilling out and having a cold one. Uh, it may include parades or recognitions, visits to a cemetery, special prayers, uh, special recognitions. It may just be an extra day off for a lot of Americans. And whatever the case, well, today I hope to deepen your understanding of this important national holiday by talking about what Memorial Day is, what it is not, how it got started, and some special ways you can honor our fallen soldiers and a lot more. I'm also going to ask for your participation in particular. I'd, I'd be interested in having you call 
about someone special you remember this weekend. It would be great if we could get some representation from each of our major conflicts of the last 75 years or so. Uh, may not be possible to get that, but whatever your story, whatever the person is that you, or whoever the, you want to remember, 457-1290 is the number to chat. So first, let's talk a little bit about what Memorial Day is and is not. This may be quite apparent to a lot of folks, but I think it sometimes gets muddled through. We have uh, renewed patriotism in this country, uh, thank goodness, uh, in this generation, uh, and we honor our soldiers uh, a lot during the course of a year in different events. Uh, we'll do the same thing come Independence Day and so forth. But uh, there is a difference, and many people confuse Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Memorial Day is a day for remembering and honoring military personnel who died in the service of our country, particularly those who died in battle or as a result of wounds sustained in battle. While those who died are also remembered on Veterans Day, we have a special day set aside to thank and honor all who served in wartime or peacetime, and whether they died or survived. So Veterans Day, which I think gets a little less attention because it doesn't really mark the kickoff of a, of a season, right? And it's in, in a colder weather part of the year. Uh, it's officially observed on November 11th and regardless of the day of the week on which it falls. So I'd say Veterans Day is a more all-encompassing holiday, even though Memorial Day tends to uh, probably get a little bit more attention uh, in, in the course of things. So that's, that's a little bit uh, of the difference there. Now, to go a little deeper into the topic, let's take a look at how this Memorial Day holiday got started. First, there's some background, uh, starting with a little bit of trivia. Here we go. For all you armchair historians, what, uh, let's see, there was the first Memorial Day celebrated in Columbus, Georgia, or Columbus, Mississippi, or Columbus, Ohio? Should be some music here, but, you know, just kind of think for a minute. Okay. Well, according to the strict uh, calendar interpretation, Columbus, Mississippi, celebrated the holiday first on April 25th, 1866, but only because newspaper editors fudged the date. According to Richard Gardner, an associate professor of history at Columbia State University in Georgia. Seems like a little bit of a rivalry here. Columbus, Georgia, where the concept of honoring the soldiers who died in the American Civil War originated, celebrated it a day later, on April 26, 1866, along with dozens of other cities. Columbus, Mississippi may have celebrated Memorial Day first, but what's not true is that they came up with the idea. In fact, there are many contenders for where Memorial Day started. Some say it started in Waterloo, New York, in 1866. And uh, President Lyndon Johnson actually signed a proclamation saying so in 1966. He may have needed votes. I don't know. But historians have since discredited that claim. Still, some people trumpet the claim, including the village of Waterloo itself. Well, why not, right? It'd be on one of those signs as you're coming in through some major road, right? Well, here's why. In the 1880s, a reporter interviewed a source who thought that Waterloo celebrated the day in 1866. But the newspaper later ran a correction saying it was actually 1868. Still, not every newspaper that ran the story included the correction, leading some people to think that Waterloo was the first to celebrate the holiday that Americans call Memorial Day. Others, including some other uh, professors and so forth, say the first Memorial Day happened in Charleston, South Carolina. In 1865, workmen honored and buried dead soldiers from the Union Army at a racetrack that had been turned into a war prison. However, there's no evidence that this event sparked the national holiday. People have honored dead soldiers and decorated graves since the beginning of time. It's not a question of who the first person uh, was to decorate a grave. That does not create a holiday. 
Okay, so how did it get started, right? Memorial Day um, has changed over the years, but the very first holiday was planned for April 26th, 1866, in the wake of the American Civil War. In January 1866, the Ladies Memorial Association in Columbus, Georgia, passed a motion agreeing that they would designate a day to throw flowers on the graves of fallen soldiers buried at the cemetery. We'll talk about flowers a little bit later on in the program, too. However, the ladies didn't want this to be an isolated event. So Mary Ann Williams, the group's secretary, wrote a letter and sent it to newspapers all over the United States. You'll find that letter in dozens of newspapers, according to this Professor Gardner we mentioned earlier. It got out and was republished all over the country. In the letter, the ladies asked people to celebrate the war's fallen soldiers on April 26th, the day the bulk of Confederate soldiers surrendered in North Carolina in 1865. Quote, that's what many people in the South considered to be the end of the war, Professor Gardner said. Even though General Robert E. Lee surrendered on April 9th, there were still about 90,000 soldiers ready to fight. And until those 90,000 surrendered on April 26th, the war was effectively still going on. Unquote. But the date wasn't printed correctly in every newspaper, which led Columbus, Mississippi to get in there, slide in there, and celebrate the holiday a day earlier on April 25th. In any event, despite the mix-up, Columbus, Mississippi is often credited as the birthplace of Memorial Day. In his uh, 2010 weekly address, President Barack Obama said just that on April 25th, 1866, about a year after the Civil War ended. A group of women visited a cemetery in Columbus, Mississippi to place flowers by the graves of Confederate soldiers who had fallen at Shiloh. So uh, the professor says, I don't contest that, but the evidence is abundantly clear that they were simply following what the newspaper had suggested that they do. Rather, it was the women of Columbus, Georgia, who thought the idea up in the first place. So you got a little little tension going on there, even within the South, uh, at the end of the Civil War. Was it Columbus, Mississippi? Was it Columbus, Georgia? In any event, here we are, over 100 years later, and we are still uh, celebrating this. And uh, there's quite a bit um, attached to this in, in the course of uh, in course of the day. So. Um, one of the things that people wonder about here uh, when, when they're doing various uh, things to commemorate this holiday is, you know, what, what should they do about things like the flag, right? Not everybody you know, puts a flag up anymore, but there are some guidelines for it. And so we're going to talk about flags and flowers today. Mark it down. I know you're keeping notes here. Uh, but just briefly here, how to properly display the flag. If you're going to put one up this weekend, it's important that the, um, you display the flag only from sunrise to sunset when the flag staff is out in the open, but it may be displayed at night upon special occasions to produce a patriotic effect. And I've, I've always been under the understanding you should illuminate it then in that case. It may not always be possible, and it may not always be possible to put the flag up and take it down and so forth. Here's some interesting things. When the flag is hung vertically on a wall, the union, that's the blue section, should be to the observer's left. And when it's hung horizontally or vertically against a wall, the union, again, should be on the left. In a procession, the American flag should be to the right of any other flag, uh, if in a line with other flags, or in the front of the center of that line. The flag should not be displayed on a float, except from a staff, nor draped over the hood, top, sides, or back of a vehicle. When you think about all the places you've seen the American flag, I know your mind probably reels, right? Um, the <laughs> Okay, yeah, when the flag is displayed on a vehicle, the staff should be fixed firmly to the chassis. That's probably an insurance issue right there. I mean, who knows where the flag would fly off, right? No other flag should be placed above the American flag. I think a lot of folks know that. And if they're to be placed in the same level, 
it should always be to the right of the American flag. The United Nations flag may not be displayed above or in a position of superior prominence to the United States, except at the UN headquarters in New York. Uh, the flag, when displayed against another against a wall, both from cross staff, should be on the right, the flag's own right, and its staff should be in front of the other staff. So there's a lot of the rules here, and you can pull up the Farmer's Almanac. It's got some information in there about where you should be uh, putting your flag, how you, sh- how you should put it up and decorate it, and, or not decorate it, but how you should use it as a, I guess, decoration to commemorate this holiday. So um, we've got more tips like that uh, coming your way. And uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think here what we can get in here before the break. Well, we'll, we'll why don't we just, uh, we'll just start to uh, wind our way toward the commercial break here at this moment before we go on to some other things. So um, we've got a lot more ahead, including the importance of flowers, as I mentioned. We have special ways that you can commemorate and honor soldiers this weekend. And even some tips for, um, again, more tips I'll give you for flying the flag. But first, uh, we're going to have some thoughts here, if I can find it here. I had some thoughts from Pericles, uh, who was the Athenian leader. And if I can't pull that up, oh, there it is. There it is. See, I got too many papers here. Here we go. This is some thoughts here for the holiday to uh, keep in mind. And this is uh, from Pericles, who was a leader of the Athenians uh, when he was remembering those who fought and died for the country. Not only are they commemorated by columns and inscriptions, but there dwells also an unwritten memorial of them, graven not on stone, but in the hearts of men. And there's a very eloquent, simple way to recall uh, what all of this is about here this weekend. We've got a lot more ahead for you, but I'd like you to join the show here by offering your commemoration of someone that you know. doesn't matter what conflict we're talking about here. An awful lot of things that we've seen here in the last uh, 70, 80 years. So feel free to call in about that, 457-1290. That's 937-457-1290 for your commemoration of someone special this Memorial Day weekend. You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When it comes to catching a big one, luck is on your side at Miami Valley Gaming. Because on May 26, you could win a brand new fishing boat or 20 grand. Now that's a catch. So get ready to catch the excitement and come down to Miami Valley Gaming May 26 and you could reel in a brand new boat or $20,000 cash. <laughs> See player services for complete rules. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Ohio? Call the Gambling Helpline at 1-800-589-9966. Wondering if your old cooling unit is going to squeak by this summer? Don't! With up to $1,650 in cool cash rebates, there's never been a better time to explore the full line of carrier innovations. Ask the experts at Correct Plumbing, Heating, and Air how an efficient home comfort system by carrier can reduce your monthly energy bills through the life of your system. But don't wait. Your cool cash window closes soon. Turn to the experts. Visit correctplumbing.com or call 937-837-2333. Have you been thinking about retiring? It could be the most important decision of your life. Tune in to Russell Total Wealth Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. right here on WHIO for answers to your questions about how to maximize your money during retirement and learn strategies about minimizing your taxes. Get the facts and learn about all of your options. Tune in to Russell Total Wealth Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 
part of our Ask the Expert weekends. And what a beautiful day today at the old ballpark. Uh, break in the action and time for one of the fans' favorites, the Kiss Cam. And oh, check this guy out. He's too busy enjoying his bucket of chicken to give his girl a kiss. People are starting to boo him. Oh, oh, oh now, now they're cheering because it's Lee's famous recipe chicken. Oh, we can't blame him for that. Right now at Lee's, get a two-piece strip combo for only $4.99. That's two juicy chicken strips, one side, a fluffy biscuit, and a regular drink, just $4.99. Lee's, famous for chicken. For 25 years, Dave Knapp Lincoln in Greenville, the Miami Valley's original Lincoln dealer, has consistently been a great place to buy a car. Come in now for great deals on Lincoln SUVs, crossovers, and cars, like the Lincoln MKX, MKC, and MKS. Test drive one today and let Dave Knapp's committed sales staff help you drive away in the brand new Lincoln you deserve. And your relationship doesn't end after the sale because Dave Knapp Lincoln is there for you with a state-of-the-art repair center staffed by highly trained mechanics. Dave Knapp Lincoln, your home here. Visit DaveKnappLincoln.com. You may see a few passing sprinkles early this morning, otherwise just partly sunny skies. Temperatures will climb to about 84 degrees this afternoon. Scattered showers and thunderstorms expected to develop. Severe threat not anticipated, but heavy rain, gusty winds, and lightning would be something to look out for. Later on tonight, we'll watch everything coming to an end and clouds will stick with us. We fall to about 67 degrees. For your day tomorrow, partly sunny, hot and humid, 89 degrees, an isolated pop-up storm possible. Heat index values are what it will feel like in the low 90s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydax in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. Gloria's away today, a little under the weather, but she'll be back soon. And, uh... Wanted to know if you have someone you'd like to remember this weekend for Memorial Day. The number is 457-1290. There's all kinds of conflicts we've had here in the past 50, 60, 70 years, 80 years almost. And uh, if there's someone that you would like to remember, and and even goes before that, obviously family tradition is passed down. So there may be somebody you want to remember from uh, farther back than that. So let's begin here. I'd like to welcome Dan. He's first up uh, this morning. Uh, Welcome to There is a Season. Thanks. Okay, I'm a Vietnam vet, so there's 58,000-plus names on the wall, so I'd like to remember all those mm-hmm. guys and singling them out. You know, we have roommates, friends that all went uh, on our tours or that we knew. Uh, there's a John Stuart Mill quote, and I'm going to paraphrase it because I can't get it exactly, but war is an ugly thing, but not the ugliest of things. The degraded state of moral and patriotic feelings which thinks that no nothing is more important than their personal safety is worse. And those people will only be kept free by the exertions of better men than themselves. And that pretty well sums up where we are now in terms of how people look at war and those who go to war and what war is worth. But... As long as we have ugliness in this world, and just call it evil, and North Korea is a pretty good example, the Middle East is full of it, Uh, as long as we have that evil, there will be a necessity for people to get shot at and to shoot back. And those who go and do that now turn out to be a very small percentage of our population, but lots of them are coming back feet first, and lots of them are coming back otherwise bent and broken. 
So uh, we need to keep that in mind, that this country didn't happen because uh, random chance it was ordained, and a lot of people have died to keep it free. I think those are good reminders, Dan. I, I think people sometimes forget about the all-voluntary uh, military force we have today, the people who are still on watch for us around the world. But whether it was from the draft or from volunteer or, or whether things were different in a different age uh, in terms of their collective sense of patriotism, the fact is people go. People uh, follow their, their orders and they go and they, they do what's right to try to defend uh, our freedoms here and also defend the, the freedoms and the lives of millions around the world. Uh, a, a fact often forgotten, I think. Um, yes. In many the, uh, it's kind of... It's kind of an interesting. It's kind of an interesting thing that the all volunteer force still works, even though signing up is tantamount to getting your ticket to overseas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's still working. Yeah, yeah. There are people who obviously care, and they they do put them the uh, the the value of American freedom and other people's lives above theirs. So it's not just yes. their personal safety that they're consumed with. Good points to yeah. remember, and I appreciate you calling in today. And there's one more thing: is uh, written on a bunker outside a caisson was until you've almost died, uh, life doesn't have uh, the same meaning. But freedom is different when you've come close to losing it. Good things for us to ponder. Thank you very much, okay. Dan. Thanks, guys. Take Very care. Show. Bye. Bye-bye. And let's welcome Rick here. Rick, we've got about a minute, and uh, you wanted to remember some people. Yeah, I have two people that I remember on Memorial Day, and one is my... POW that I adopted, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Robert Anderson, who was shot down over North Vietnam. And I wore his bracelet for over 38 years, and he was laid to rest uh, last last year on the 45th anniversary of his shoot being shot down. And then the other one is my Uncle Eddie, who was killed in Guadalcanal during World War II. I appreciate that. That's... Uh two very important people, obviously, in your life. And see, those are the things. I think uh, many of us don't have a direct connection to somebody. We may not have served or been served next to somebody or had somebody in our family, but it's one of those things with degrees of separation. I think if you talk to somebody who knows somebody, you're going to hear a story, uh, a very real story of somebody who gave their life and sacrifice for this country. And, uh, that's correct. That's that's what I, this weekend's all about. One thing I'm doing this weekend, um, I pulled out my POWMIA bracelet and wearing it in his honor for the weekend. And I I dare say he is looking down uh, fondly uh, and blessedly on you for that. And uh, you're a good man to do it. I appreciate yeah. you calling in today. We got to go to a break, but thank you very much for uh, for um, submitting those to us and uh, for our consideration, our remembrance today, Rick. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. When we come back, we're going to talk uh, uh, more about who we're remembering on Memorial Day, including your special remembrance that you can share at 457-1290. Also have some terrific ideas for how you and your family can honor soldiers this weekend. Think of the important lessons you can teach kids. Plus, we'll talk about the importance of flowers and all, all kinds of other stuff related to Memorial Day. All still ahead. Thanks for being with us here this morning. You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 
This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 930. I'm John Tisdale with the WHIO News Update. Our top story developing news from overnight. The leaders from both North and South Korea meet for the second time in a month. Tracking the chances for some thunderstorms to start your holiday weekend. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now, WHIO Triple T in traffic, we have Cruz and Harrison Township on scene of a crash. It's in the 3900 block of Salem Avenue. Also got a crash in West State. It's on Brimmar Drive and Cambridge Avenue. Uh, we have very good driving conditions if you're traveling on the freeway. If you're traveling northbound 75 from Caroline Boulevard, that 10-mile trip to I-70, going to take you about nine minutes point to point. Our top story, we are following developing news out of Seoul, South Korea this morning. We told you earlier this week that the June 12th summit between the United States and North Korea was canceled. Today, leaders from both North and South Korea met for the second time in a month. This is the first time the two leaders of those countries have met since President Trump decided to pull out of that summit on June 12th. We don't know yet exactly what was said in that meeting. Fox's Abby Huntsman with team coverage were told that the meeting took place in the North Korean side of the DMZ. There's a chance of a pop-up shower and thunderstorm this weekend, but will it affect any possible outdoor plans? Well, it is going to be a steamy weekend. Temperatures in the 80s and even pushing close to 90 degrees come Memorial Day. We'll have high humidity, and that means heat index values in the 90s regardless. So drink lots of fluids while you're out enjoying the holiday weekend and limit your exposure to the sunlight. Storm Center 7 meteorologist McCall Vridex will have the full forecast in just minutes. The family of Dean Lovelace, the longest-serving Dayton City Commissioner, is holding a street renaming ceremony for him today. The unveiling of the Dean, Lunla- Dean Lovelace Drive at Madden Hills drive will take place at 11 o'clock this morning. Lovelace served as commissioner for 22 years before leaving in 2016 for health reasons. He passed away last year on Memorial Day weekend at the age of 71. And Dayton police got caught in a clot of pepper spray during a scuffle yesterday on North Wright Avenue, leaving two police officers and the suspect, 26-year-old Aaron Goins, hurt before being taken into custody. Police say Goings got tased twice but still didn't stop. Grabbing an officer's taser, he shocked himself and two other officers in the process. Police say Goings also grabbed an officer's can of pepper spray, which fell to the ground and ended up creating a big cloud. Police were finally able to get things under control, but two officers got hurt in the process. WHO Sean Cuddy he tells us that Goins is facing several felony charges, including assault on a law enforcement officer. Here's the exclusive WHIO Storm Center 7 forecast. A mild and muggy morning, partly sunny. We'll watch the threat for thunderstorms developing after around 2-3 o'clock. Could see some heavy rainfall, lightning, and gusty winds. Severe threat will be low. Highs near 84 degrees. Tonight will dry out, stay mild and muggy, falling into the upper 60s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan of the live Doppler 7 HD radar is currently clear. It's currently 75 degrees. Degrees in Xenia. We have 74 degrees in Springfield and 73 degrees in Dayton at 9:33. If news breaks, we break in immediately. I'm John Tisdale on Dayton's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. This is Clark Howard. If breaking news happens, we break in anytime. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. Gloria's away today, uh, a little under the weather, but we're talking here today about Memorial Day and Memorial Day weekend. 
uh, and how it and when and where it got started and so forth. There's still a lot more ahead, uh, including who you might want to remember this weekend. We've had some calls already about uh, people we'd like to commemorate. So it really doesn't matter from what period, uh, going back here, decades and so forth, if there's someone special you'd like to remember tell their story, give us a call this morning, 457-1290. That's 937-457-1290. So uh, one of our uh, avid participants here and uh, always welcome on the program is Bernie. Bernie, thanks for calling in this morning. How are you doing? All right, how are you? Oh, I'm doing real well. My dad uh, served in World War II. He was a meteorologist. And he flew up into the weather in planes to uh, check it out that way. It's not like it is nowadays. And uh, Are I you think saying they have a cushy they have cushy jobs now. You say they have cushy jobs now compared to back then. Well, no, no, <laughs> but it's it's done totally differently, quite obviously. And uh, also, I commemorate everybody who has served and who is serving. And uh, uh, if I would have been born under different circumstances. I would I would be in the Marines until they threw me out on the street and said you're too old because I've always been physically fit and I like things like that and on Monday I'm going to take a portable radio outside and wave my flag and play the national anthem as loud as that the radio will go at noon. That's uh, that's a great way to do it. Wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody did that? You know, we, we sometimes we try to pause as a nation and have a moment of silence and sometimes that's appropriate if if you could even uh, implement something like that, but it'd be great to hear the national anthem uh, blaring all over the place, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. But your radio station, you pause every morning just before five o'clock during the week and have it played. If only everybody listened to this station, right? There you go. I mean, most of most people do. I mean, you know, who wouldn't, right? But, right. Uh, <laughs> well, those are good things to do, and we've got more ideas for ways to commemorate uh, the holiday here and and special people in your life. Uh, which we'll talk about in just a few moments. But, okay, Bob. Uh, thanks Thank for you calling very in. Much. Thanks. Take care. You bet. Bye. Bye bye. Now, when we talk about um, Memorial Day and the who part of it, you know, we can recall a you know particular relative or friend, perhaps, or a friend of a friend or something. But if we step back a bit, uh, do, do we ponder all of the souls sacrificed for our freedom and to free others from oppression? Uh, it's staggering to read through the numbers. Um, it's something we really shouldn't forget, though. I don't even know if this is taught in schools, um, but I can share a little bit about uh, some of this. And, of course, some of what you'll hear is is relative to our population at any given time. And there were certain um, uh, extenuating reasons why the numbers are what they are. But if you run down a list here of some of our major conflicts, uh, you, you are quite moved by this. In the American Revolution, obviously pivotal in our history, right? Uh, Over 4,400 deaths in that conflict, over 6,000 wounded. Um, In the U.S. Civil War, of course, uh, which uh, there has been a lot on, if you've ever watched Ken Burns' PBS Civil War and so forth, you've learned some of this. There were 620,000 deaths, another 476,000 wounded, and 400,000 captured or missing. Uh, By far, uh, still the the largest uh, loss of life in terms of uh, any conflict. In World War I, 116,516 deaths and over 204,000 wounded. In World War II, and you can uh, get a sense of this when you see the World War II Memorial uh, in Washington, D.C. And if you haven't ever been there, by the way, 
um, it is definitely worth getting down there. We've talked in the past when we've uh, talked about Honor Flight and the, the trips they make down there. And we'll have them on the program again. Uh, and they, they take a lot of the, uh, the, the veterans down for the, the uh, tour of Washington. And they stop by a number of the different memorials. The, and the World War II memorial is, is just a spectacular thing. So if you end up going with your family or something, leave some special time aside for that. 405,000 uh, deaths commemorated um, there for World War II. Uh, the Korean War, 36,500. Uh, Vietnam, as we heard earlier from, uh, from Dan, uh, 58,000 deaths. Uh, in the Persian Gulf War, the first one, uh, a remarkable change, I think, for us culturally when we recall seeing these pictures of, of you know, guided munitions and all of this kind of stuff, 382 deaths. Uh, obviously, we say well, only 382 deaths, but of course, uh, important to the people who lost loved ones in that conflict. And now in the global war on terror, including the Iraq and Afghanistan wars, uh, over 6,800 deaths and uh, close to a million disability claims uh, filed as of 2014. So if you add the total, and I've, I've left out some numbers here for the Mexican War and the U.S. Uh, Spanish-American War and so forth, uh, we're talking here about uh, through uh, Memorial Day, and this only dates to 2015, 1.2 million people have died fighting for America. You stop and think about that for a moment. Think about some of the major metros in this country, some of the big cities and what their populations are <clears throat> and so forth. Um, that's more people than in the entire Dayton, Ohio metro area. 1.2 million people uh, died fighting for America over the last 200 plus years. So, uh, you know, when you hear taps, and a lot of times you're, you're focused on a particular singular uh, individual, also think about the tens of thousands, the hundreds of thousands beyond that, uh, that, that one person who have given their life for our country. And I, I'd never really come across a list that put it so concisely, but when you go down that list, you're kind of stunned. Um, and I don't know, it impacted me uh, pretty, pretty strongly. Um, now, when we, uh, we talk about this precious treasure and uh, how we can commemorate this on Memorial Day, all of these lives, there are some important ways, and I mentioned one of them, which was to uh, fly the flag, right? Uh, the American flag can be displayed every day, but more Memorial Day is one of the occasions when it is especially a good idea. According to flag etiquette, again, the flag should be raised at half staff from sunrise until noon, and then on full staff for the rest of the day. This may be a tricky thing if you're leaving the house and going out for some social event or if you're having people over and you, you tend to forget, but it, it's one of those things that you could actually build into the festivities of your day. Half staff before noon, full staff the rest of the day. Um, and before noon, of course, we're remembering uh, those who died in the wars. Afternoon, we praise the living veterans and those who continue fighting for liberty and justice for all. Another way you can do this is to personally thank someone you know who has served in the military. Uh, despite what we said in the beginning here about Veterans Day versus Memorial Day and so forth, you can still obviously uh, make a point of thanking a veteran. You can send a thank you letter to a veteran or a current member of the armed forces. Uh, there are many, many of our veterans in uh, assisted living and in nursing homes and so forth, who would be moved, I know, to receive a letter from someone, uh, from a child, uh, recognizing uh, their service and, and, you know, understanding the full scope of their service and all that. And it may not even be necessary. You can just 
uh, find a way to draft a small note of appreciation to somebody. There is a, um, an organization called A Million Thanks uh, that will pass on these notes also to men and women. If you look them up, uh, they can pass them on to people around the country and around the world. Uh, another way to say thank you is to send a thank you bouquet through the National Memorial Day Foundation, and that'll, they'll place that bouquet at the New York City War Memorials. You can support military families um, in a whole host of ways. If you know a family with a loved one serving, stop by and help with some house chores or just to show your gratitude. Uh, consider donating to a charity organization that supports families of soldiers killed in combat. For instance, the National Military Family Association, which helps military families. You can donate old cell phones. There's a Cell Phones for Soldiers uh, program out there. Uh, you can donate blood to the American Red Cross. They always need donors, especially with rare blood types. These are all different ways that you can commemorate uh, Memorial Day uh, and do something uh, a little bit more active, not, not quite so passive. It's, it's one thing to um, put up a flag. You know, it's one thing to... Uh, watch things on, on TV and so forth. But these are some ways that kind of get you outside of your comfort zone, maybe. And, and again, as I said before, if there's a way of bringing along a young person, people who don't fully have an appreciation of this, you can, you can connect them to, uh, to their fellow citizens, to, uh, to humanity in general, to the country, to a sense of patriotism by doing some of these things. Uh, here's a big one. Visit a cemetery. Uh, you can visit one of the VA's national cemeteries on Memorial Day. You can check the location of the closest one on a website for the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs, or you can go to a local cemetery and decorate the graves of fallen soldiers with flags and flowers. Think about this. A lot of these uh, graves are forgotten. Um, you know, families dwindle, families move away, and so forth, and a lot of these graves don't get the recognition. Um, it's an important thing to recall all of these people. I mentioned these 1.2 million lives, and you can let those numbers kind of wash over you and forget the individual stories. But here's a way that you can decorate these, these individual graves and pay respect to those who have fought for us. Uh, you can also participate in something called Adopt-A-Grave. Uh, volunteers uh, will take care of the graves of fallen soldiers, keeping them debris-free and decorating them with flowers. So uh, check the cemeteries in your area, in your town, who uh, see who supports that program and become a member. Attend a memorial service. Most cities have Memorial Day parades or hold a concert or a ceremony. And, you know, again, that's part of the culture, I think, too, of sort of kicking the summer off. But attending these events is a great way to introduce kids, particularly to the traditions of Memorial Day. And your support um, will definitely make the marching veterans a bit happier. Observe a minute of silence. In the year 2000, President Bill Clinton issued a memorandum on the White House program for the National Moment of Remembrance that encouraged Americans to pause for one minute at 3 p.m. local time on Memorial Day to remember and reflect on the sacrifices made by so many to pro provide freedom for all. So uh, take a pause at 3 o'clock on Monday and pay respect to those who fought for us. So... Um, one other way here is you can keep the history alive. You know, we heard a couple of calls here today, and I invite you to still call in if there's somebody you'd like to commemorate, 457-1290 today, 457-1290. But what about inviting someone to your family event? Uh, perhaps there's somebody else in your family who has served in the military, and you wouldn't normally have them on the invite list, but if there's a way you could get them to your event, invite you can, you can invite a veteran for a picnic and ask them to tell stories. Almost every veteran has a story of some kind, uh, and some of these may be painful, and maybe they'll decline, or maybe they'll demure from, from speaking in front of other people, 
Um, but keep in mind that on Memorial Day, we celebrate life and peace, and uh, we can welcome these people into our hearts and homes and so forth to tell their stories and just to be with us, and we can honor them that way. Record these stories, if you would. Collect photographs of the veterans, uh, and uh, it's a way of kind of passing on the memory from generation to generation. So those are just some ideas here, and if you'd like those, again, just give me a call, 457-1290, or you can write to me at Bob and Gloria at There is a Season Show. Now, we also have um, something here about flowers that I've been telling you uh, about all morning. Um, and let's see, we've got a couple of calls. Um, yeah, we'll just see who those folks are here in just a moment. Um, the wearing of poppies in honor of America's war dead is traditionally done on Memorial Day. I don't know if you knew that or not. Uh, not on Veterans Day, but on Memorial Day. The origin of the red poppy has a modern-day symbol of this, uh, of this day. It was actually the idea of an American woman, Miss Moyna Michael. And in war-torn battlefields, the red field poppy, I won't uh, attempt the, the Latin name, we'll leave that to Mark Weber. Well, it was one of the first plants to grow um, in these battlefields. Its seeds scattered in the wind and sat dormant on the ground, only germinating when the ground is disturbed as it certainly was through very brutal fighting in World War I when the practice began. The practice of wearing poppies was further inspired by the poem In Flanders Fields, which I'm going to share with you here in just a few moments, by a Canadian soldier, John McRae. He saw the poppies in burial grounds from his artillery position in Belgium. So today, poppies are both the symbol of the loss of life as a symbol of um, recovery and new life, especially in support of those servicemen who were damaged physically or emotionally. So uh, remember that the poppy here has a, a special significance to people. We have a caller here. This would be Edith from Piqua. Edith, welcome to There is a Season. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. You have someone you'd like to remember today? Yes. His name was Amos C. Sherrill, Jr. He was best friend of my brother and a neighbor, and uh, he was killed in... Vietnam when the helicopter went down. When he left, he and my brother spent the summer with us, many miles from where they live, because there was jobs, factory jobs and things where we were, and they were out in the middle of Kansas where there isn't anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, anyway, he said, one of them says, I'm going home and sign up for college. The other one says, I'm not fooling with paying for college if... Uh, I go to and pay for the college and then go over there and get killed. What difference is it going to make? We'll just lose all the money. Mm -hmm. Well, he signed up. But his mother said when he left, he sobbed, and she said he was sure he would never come back, and he didn't. Oh, but uh, he had a very, very special mother and family. She's still in a rest home in Stafford, Kansas. That's heartbreaking. Uh... She's 92 or 93. I can't remember. She has a birthday in June. And uh, she was very special to me. And I had two great-grandparents who were doctors who served both sides in Missouri in the Civil War. Oh, wow. And uh, they had ten children, but both of them were doctors, which back in the Civil War days, how many women were doctors? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I just have so many... Memories like that. I remember when they rang the bells to say World War II was over. I was five years old. <laughs> Isn't that something? It just it gets imprinted in your mind forever. Uh, yes, yes, it's something you never forget. 
It's something you never forget. I had an old wind-up Victrola that we played all the military marches, their their theme songs for each branch of the military, and I could sing every one of them, all the words. <laughs> I wish there was more of that. I wish there was uh, still, um, I don't know, it just seems like the, the conflicts now are so, um, I don't know how to put it, they seem outsourced. They seem like they're on TV and right. if we want to know more about them, well, yeah, we can go look at it and so forth. But they don't seem to resonate as deeply uh, with the culture as maybe in previous generations. Mm-hmm. We do our best to go to every Memorial Day and Fourth of July celebration and, and take our flags and wave them all through the parade. And we put them out all around our house, American flags. We know we have a wonderful country. It may have problems, but we have a wonderful country. We lived in Russia for several years as missionaries, and believe me, I can tell you there's a big difference. What a great, what a great reminder that is. A- Edith, I appreciate you calling in today uh, so much, and, I, and I, I honor and respect you, and thank you for sharing what you did about the family here from Kansas. Mm-hmm. Thank you. you. God bless you. Take care. Four five seven twelve ninety. If you'd still like to try to get in here before the end of the program, we're going to come back here and talk about a couple more things. Uh, there is an interesting program we always like to point you to uh, on this Memorial Day weekend. Something you don't want to miss, uh, and we'll give you some information on that. And also, uh, we've talked about the poppies here, and I'm going to share with you in Flanders Fields uh, an important poem written uh, a long time ago. Uh, all when we come back. You're listening to There Is a Season on AM twelve ninety. And News 95.7 FM this morning, WHIL. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When it comes to catching a big one, luck is on your side at Miami Valley Gaming because on May 26, you could win a brand new fishing boat or 20 grand. Now that's a catch. So get ready to catch the excitement and come down to Miami Valley Gaming May 26th and you could reel in a brand new boat or $20,000 cash. <laughs> See player services for complete rules. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Ohio? Call the Gambling Helpline at 1-800-589-9966. Work out with the best in footwear and apparel at your New Balance Dayton store. Every New Balance store offers fit specialists and premium gear to try on so you can get a jump start on spring. Try on new fresh foam laser hyposkin shoe designed with our premium plush fresh foam plus a hypo skin upper for natural movement with every step while you're here try on gear that's built for style and performance like women's evolve apparel and men's sports style killer performance fashion wear that has you covered before and after your workout new balance dayton is located in kettering in the town and country shopping center next to road shoe center at jeff schmidt auto group we have seven state-of-the-art service facilities all seven locations have modern waiting areas with free amenities or drop off your car and drive off in one of our complimentary loaner vehicles If you're too busy to come in on a weekday, schedule a Saturday appointment or use one of our 24-7 drop boxes. Your car will be taken care of by one of our certified technicians who are always kept up with the latest training. From an oil change to a major collision, come to Jeff Schmidt Auto Group and experience the advantage. Could you retire sooner than you think and with greater financial security? Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group. I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, 
sustainable and predictable income stream for your retirement, you'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. Finally, spring has sprung and First Florist and Greenhouses is open and in full swing. Choose from annuals and perennials, all locally grown on the premises with a quality and care that's a step above the rest. First Florist is the best kept secret in Dayton. Find garden gifts, vegetables, flowering hanging baskets, soil, mulch, and much more. For 113 years, Dayton's first name in spring is First Florist. Visit us at 1306 Troy Street in Old North Dayton. The garden center is open and you're invited. If you served in the military, you may be eligible for health care benefits at the Dayton VA Medical Center. These are benefits you've already earned through your military service. Regardless of when or where you served, you may be eligible. To apply, just call us at 937-956-0770. Visit our website at dayton.va.gov or just walk into the Dayton VA Medical Center and ask for assistance at the front desk. The Dayton VA Medical Center. You served us. Now let us serve you. Welcome to Ralph's, the tire store that says Michelin. Are, are you the ones with that $70 Michelin rebate? 70 bucks? Heck no, that's crazy talk. Somebody's got it. What's that tire store with a stupid jingle? So you want four Michelins and 70 bucks back? Yeah. Are you sure you don't know who's got that deal? Tire discounters? Uh, what? Tire discounters. If you want four Michelins plus a $70 rebate, you ought to go there. They're the ones with the stupid jingle. Michelin. You may see a few passing sprinkles early this morning, otherwise just partly sunny skies. Temperatures will climb to about 84 degrees this afternoon. Scattered showers and thunderstorms expected to develop. Severe threat not anticipated, but heavy rain, gusty winds, and lightning would be something to look out for. Later on tonight, we'll watch everything coming to an end and clouds will stick with us. We fall to about 67 degrees. For your day tomorrow, partly sunny, hot and humid, 89 degrees, an isolated pop-up storm possible. Heat index values are what it will feel like in the low 90s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to There's a Season. I'm Bob. We've been talking about Memorial Day today. We've got a lot of great programs coming your way over the next uh, month or so. We're going to be talking about who becomes the caregiving designate in the family. Is this a role that's sort of preordained? Do people just sort of step into it naturally? How do families decide? We're going to talk about teen men and also preteens and their exposure to pornography. We have a number of uh, medical programs. We're going to cover dental implants, hearing technology, diabetes, and a whole lot more. So stay tuned for that. In talking about Memorial Day, I've been inviting people today to uh, share their personal thoughts and people they would like to remember. And we would like to welcome Carl from Centerville with his. Good morning, Carl. Good morning, Bob. Thank you for your uh, program this morning. It's wonderful. You're welcome. I have four gentlemen that were very close to me. When I was 10 years old, 1944, my best friend's older brother graduated from high school, Jack Wilson, drafted, died within six months in battle combat. 1951, a very, very close buddy of mine, a wonderful son of uh, immigrant parents, only son, Tony Schrock. He he was got out of high school, drafted, died within less than six months. Then the Vietnam War, I have two gentlemen I went to high school with, very close friends, Reg Maisie, Captain Reg Maisie, highly decorated, died in battle in Vietnam. 
and a fellow football player, Ted Phelan, who was a great guy, too. He died in Vietnam. So those four guys, I want to remember them forever. Thank you very much, Carl, for, for sharing that. Jack, Tony, Reg, and Ted. Yes, sir. Uh, all remembered here today on the program. Thank you so much for doing that. Thanks, Bob. All right, you take care. See, there's, there's so many stories, so many stories uh, out there of, of people, and I, and I hope you have a chance this weekend to uh, stop down with your family and pass along some of these stories. Take a few moments out, particularly with younger generations, and share something about these people. It's, you know, there's a photo on the wall or something on the mantle or on a, on a, on a <clears throat> you know, a credenza or whatever of so-and-so and explain who that person is. Talk about that story a little bit. It's important uh, that we show that connectivity between the, you know, among the generations. And uh, even just a short little thing like that from Carl uh, moved me. So I, I encourage you to do the same thing. Now, uh, something we always do here in this show is we talk about uh, the the National Memorial Day concert. Just quickly give you a little heads up on that. That's going to be Sunday night, Sunday, May 27th, 8 to 9.30 on your local PBS station. Uh, it's got Joe Mantegna and uh, Gary Sinise typically whole, host that. If you've never watched it, it's an incredibly moving hour and a half. And then they usually repeat it on one of the other PBS uh, stations like Digital 2 or whatever. So tune that in, 8 to 9.30, Sunday, May 27th, the National Memorial Day concert. Uh, is a great thing. You don't want to miss that. It's from the U.S. Capitol. I'll finish with this today. In Flanders Fields from John McRae in 1915. In Flanders Fields the poppies blow Between the crosses row on row That mark our place and in the sky The larks still bravely singing fly Scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago we lived, felt dawn, Saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing hands we throw the torch. Be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders' fields. Thanks for being with me this morning. Take an extra moment to stop and care for someone in your life, someone you simply encounter. Remember, dear friends, never regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to too many. For my dear friend and co-host, Gloria, our producer, Javon, and all those who make the show possible, a big thank you to you all. I'm Bob Wolf, and you've been listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 FM WHIO. God bless. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.